And action. Aw, oh, damn it, got it wrong again. <coughs> I just gonna have another drink. Welcome to Bonehead. Welcome to Bonehead. No, you don't. Hold on. Trample hold on. on. Hold intro. on. Hold on. Quiet for a moment. You hear that? <laughs> Seriously, there's something wrong. There's something amiss. Is it butt cheese? Why are we in a new location? Probably something Joe did. Welcome to Bonehead. Oh, you still managed to trample on my intro. It wasn't hard. People been walking over you all your whole now, life. Now, Chad, it's your turn to do the whistle solo. Gary Shandling style. Just Get call me the Trail of Tears. <laughs> full of blankets! What? Oh, what? Know. Are you not keeping the banjo out for the whole show? No, I, mean, I, I thought this was going to be our banjo show. No, it, this this is a this one needs retuned. It needs some work done. I'd hate to. Well, what about the banjo? Enough about you. Oh, this is not the original case, by the way. Really? The original case was in worse shape. Huh? That one looks pretty shitty to me. This is a replacement case. This has been in my family for days. Days, you say? Yeah. Did you get that at the nearest yard sale? I don't know. Are we breaking for credits? No, we've already done ran them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I threw your pillow. You threw Thunderlips' pillow. <laughs> that thing was dusty. I Is there know. another? Oh, you're sitting on my pillow. No, I, I want my own Thunderlip pillow. I wonder why I felt like my throat. So, James. You? We're, we're, should, I guess we should just roll on and not and just pretend that we're not in a totally different no, place. Yeah, no, no, no. Due to revenuers, we've had to move locations. Whoever reported us, we'll see you. Due to unforeseen circumstances. Not circumcisions. I'm over in that camera, according to our producer director, Haley. Ha. Ha. Anyway, what is our topic today, gentlemen? Car pictures. Uh, for those of you that don't know, those are also called vroom vroom shows. So, pictures. Back in the pictures. <laughs> back in the docket days, we mean movies, films. Right? Right. Yeah. So why are we doing one about car pictures? Not actual pictures of cars. Well, I mean, it's kind of a, a, a entirely American style. Would you like yeah. a snack? This new place has a wonderful host that got us all kind of Pepperidge Farm cookies. Pepperidge Farm remembers back when you used to have carriage pictures. I never, I never understood the appeal. Of Pepperidge Farm? I'm a toll house, man. <sighs> oh, toll house. So it's all about getting a toll... So you can exploit the working class. Now, he's all about Shocker. short people working in trees with really crappy zoning laws. Heck yeah. That's Keebler. Let them eat termites for dinner. What's the difference between a toll house and a Keebler? About two dollars. <laughs> we'll take sponsorship from either one. Either and one. So anyway, why are we doing car pictures? So it really is a wholly American, originally style picture. That I, mean, I agree. That cars were very American, and it quickly became something that, especially if you can look, arguably the six, late sixties, early seventies, car pictures were huge. Which is funny. It was but, almost like the with the with the interstate. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you could travel from the east all the way to the west with relatively ease, the car movie appeared. And it makes sense, specifically starting with the fifties, late forties, and the fifties. There was a whole culture of really baby boomer kids who were able to have their own cars right. and the cruising thing started that happened nowhere else except no. in america george thank you Luke, eisenhower george lucas talked about it that basically in a way uh american graffiti is an anthropological study of well, a time and place 
that didn't take that didn't happen anywhere else in the world. I think that still holds true. I mean, people still get excited to get their driver's license because it it has been tied to this. Not everyone. It's well, no. different, don't you think? It's changed a little yeah, bit. We but, need a lot of students who couldn't care less about driving. We have friends who are not huge <laughs> on driving. But I, I think that it's a representation to a lot of people of that freedom of being able to just get out of dodge. Absolutely. Yeah. If I think George Michael said it best when he said, "You got to have faith, faith, faith." Or freedom. Also, on. it's just in our inherent nature to, especially this country itself, to explore. Yeah. Go, yeah. Play, you know, just being able to hop in a car and go from to some place you've never known. It was Nixon who said, "Go west, young man," <laughs> and only I can make it to China. <laughs> okay. None of that's true. None of it's true. That was obviously Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. So, what makes a car movie? So I'm a may I we have not talked about what we're going to talk about. We've talked about a couple of movies beforehand. Jan our host, it's not James. Yeah, it's not James. Has been nice enough to put some stuff out here. We have Back to the Future, a few other cars. I see the Italian Job, the Blues Brothers, the original Italian I know. Job. I was going to say because I think the Blues Brothers is a musical more than the car. The movie, other thing too okay. is with car movies because when I looked up my list, I was I had the three that I'm going to talk about right off the bat. These yeah, were the three I that too. I was going to talk about. That being said, I'm like, well, every one of them's early to mid-80s. And I'm like, I need to put something in there that's more recent. Because I'm all about trying to be relevant. Well, Since I, when? But the problem is, meh. The last 20 <laughs> years, they're really... I mean, yeah, you have the Fast and Furious uh, I was about series. to say about that. I guarantee none of us pick any Fast or Furious films. I did not. I didn't like a single one of them, so I didn't want to talk so, about them. So, if you're out there and you're a Fast and Furious fan and you think the three of us suck, you tweet us at Bonehead or Facebook us or Instagram, and we will argue with you and talk to you about it, and you can give us your opinion, and we may even talk to you about it on the show. I mean, I, well, just, I, think, I, understand. I think one of the reasons, though, it's hard to be a big fan of the Fast and the Furious, and I think maybe that's why it is so popular, is it is the car picture of the day. Yeah. There's absolutely. no other one. But if you've seen so many other ones, you start to see, oh, it's derivative of, or it's alluding to. Uh, and it, it I, I, you know what the big problem I have with it? What? Yes, they are. I, I, I've seen most of them. I saw, is the last one with, uh, what's her face? She was the villain? Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. So, I, you know, there's a lot of cool scenes, but you know the difference between that and, let's say, a movie I'm going to talk about, Vanishing Point? Vanishing Point's good. Well, not that. And you know what was happening in Vanishing Point? Mm -mm. All that shit was for real. Yeah. I, I think that yeah, I think you're right. There was when no CGI. Be, when it used to be that, I mean, people got hurt and... Killed. And, um, one of the movies I'm going to bring up. I was going to say, one of the movies I'm going to talk about... I know which one he's going to talk um, about. But you know, the question is that you brought up remade. what okay. is a car not... picture? Yeah, what is a car picture? Is, so is, is Blues Brothers? Is, is Tucker the man in his dream? Is that a car picture? Right, because if you go it's on. It's listed as a car movie according to uh, several lists. But I mean, but absolutely. And the I one list that I was looking at is was... Corvette Summer with Mark Hamill a car picture. Right. So the one is, list. Because to me. Was Vulture. I was looking at Vulture's 30 is 30 yeah. some greatest. Give them. Credit where credits due. They had, they had Tucker, and I don't know that that's a car movie to me, even though it's about a car. It's yeah, about no, a, it's about the man. I, I think the car picture to me, because what's the movie with? Um, I also don't think Drive. Because the, the the car picture for, I mean, 
Because you, if if you count Tucker, the man in his dream, as a car picture, then you have to cut, count the film with um, about the way. I have a drinking offers. problem. Oh, um, what's oh, it? with Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. I'm blanking on the title. What's the Greg Kinnear movie about the windshield wipers? I have no idea. Where he was even, yeah, I don't remember it. It's a based off true story. The man that invented the windshield wiper. It came wiper. out within the last ten year, five years. I yeah. have no idea. But it's a fascinating movie. But it's and obviously it's all about cars and how important it is to be able to go anywhere in the rain and blah blah blah. And he invented it and didn't get the credit. But that's not a car picture to me. To me, I think car pictures have to be. Especially if you're talking about car pictures in a certain time frame, they definitely have to be action films. Action yeah. film and fun. Yeah, I, there has to be. But you know, they're they're fun. But I think also, uh, and some of the ones I assume you're going to talk about, they don't end the best way. No, I'll, I'll I will go over the two of the one I, the two big ones I'm going to talk about. Uh, both took place in the '70s, so I'm glad that we actually. It sounds like we're kind of spread out here, yeah. which I did. We never intended to do. Yeah. We never talked about that, so it's good because each decade of car pictures have their own kind of genre. Now, it's a genre unto itself, we could say car pictures are. Right. But they have their own flavor. For example, back to what you were saying, all the car pictures now are about... Uh, cr- uh, they're lighthearted, they're highest, and about family, yeah. right? That's yeah. what all yeah. the Fast and the you Furious You have the Italian are. job, you have Ronin, Ronin, you have Fast and the Furious, even the Transporter, you can yeah, argue the Transporter, is a car movie. They, they Baby vultures. Uh, I like Baby... Baby drivers... Is that a car picture? Yes, to me. It's a, it is a car is. picture. I think it is, yes, but it I just is. wanted to. And you almost brought it up, but I'm just, the three that I the, the, the three that I picked, I strongly feel about, and at least two of them are obscure. That's good. All and right. one of them, you all might argue with me, is not a car picture. So I'm kind of Days of Thunder. I'm are you going to talk about Days of Thunder? I'm glad you actually didn't pick one. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not picking Days of Thunder. Why not? I don't like Days of Thunder. Why well, don't either? But it's a car picture. Yeah. Is no. it or isn't it? It's the Wraith, the car picture. Is cars a car picture? Is that's actually another question. Yeah, it's a car well, let's, franchise. Let's get into the list of the movies. All right, who wants to go first? Chad, then, you go. All right, all right, Chad. So yeah, we can never yeah, go first. Chad. Yeah, yeah. Why are we keep saying yeah? You want a Pepperidge Farm? This is um, the first movie I'm going to pick up. I'm um, going to mention. I actually texted you all about. It. I never did tell you the title because I didn't want to. Te- didn't want to spoil it. Uh, oh, you texted me it is, pictures of your. I think it's from night. It was from 1984. Um, it was produced by Ivan Reitman, directed by Robert Mandel, who uh, has not directed a lot other than School Ties. He directed the pilot of the X-Files, and written by a little-known screenwriter known as Joe Esterhouse. I know, who Joe, I, know, <laughs> I know Joe Esterhouse. If you don't know who Joe Esterhouse is, he wrote Basic Instinct, Sliver... Showgirls, Showgirls, pretty much every movie he's ever written. Burn Hollywood, Burn. He also yeah. wrote that one. It has mainly been really sex-driven, except for this movie, I don't know Big Shots. The two kids <laughs> with the two kids. <laughs> Ivan Reitman produced that. Ivan Reitman produced it. That's the car picture. That is the car picture I'm starting out with. James, you know Big Shots. I, I can honestly say I, I do barely not. remember it. I so, barely remember it. Um. Big shots. What is it? What is the car um, in the movie? The the car is a black Mercedes. Okay. It's about a young suburbanite whose father passes away and he can't handle um, the death, so he runs away from home. As he runs away from home, he ends up in um, in the south side of Chicago where he befriends a young car artist named Scam, 
who was uh, that's a little on, on the, the nose. nose. Keep in mind, this was written by Basic Instincts Joe Esterhouse. Uh, now, I actually like Basic Instincts. Scam is a scam. Um, that was is he the father of Flim Flam from the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo? <laughs> but you know, he it was actually. Uh, I bet he's a shady. The, character. the young uh, the young man was uh, his name is Darius Darius McCrary. You would know him as the eldest son of Family Matters. I know him as Hootie. And he is That's the. What I was going to say. And he is also the voice of uh, from another car movie. He is Jazz in the first Transformers movie. Oh. Um, is that a car movie? No. James is drinking from the jug. Sure was nice of our host to give you a whole jug of that. <laughs> anybody needs it, he's here. But anyway, so um, what I they what they end up swill. doing is... Um, if they sponsor a seal drink every day. I will drink. suck it like I was circus seal. They steal, so what they do is they end up stealing a black Mercedes. Yes. And then insanity ensues because what happens is that black Mercedes they stole has a dead body in the trunk. <gasps> And, and two kids? And two kids. A guy, oh, a kid is well. a, a guy I went to high school with went to prison for that. And, um, Stealing two kids or the dead body? Dead body in the trunk. But right? he's the one that put the dead body in the he trunk. He did. He did. It and he put the death into the dead body <laughs> and he put him into the trunk, right? That is actually, I mean, according to court records, I wasn't there. But according but, to that, he did it and then parked at MSU. Keep going. So anyway, so what happens is the mob's chasing him. And the whole, the whole subplot of this is is this kid is trying to take scam to find his long lost father to sort of reckon to deal with the fact that he lost his these kids sound like they need to talk to some therapists and it just goes from the Sounds like they need jesus and there's a lot of car and you know you're like why does this car picture well for one thing a lot of it is them on the road <laughs> Maybe called my damn viewer Jones. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's some there's some there's some pretty cool car chases in it okay is the kids driving the kids are driving that's they, illegal they, 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 they steal they steal a police car <gasps> And, uh, you know, it's one thing after another. Another reason I pulled this uh, out, and um, I couldn't remember the line um, exactly, because it's hard to find this co a copy of this movie now. I, I can't it is on. It is on, it's uh, part of Warner Brothers uh, archive. Archives. So archives. They, basically print on demand, right? Yeah, Because that's how I'm demand. getting some of my Warner Brothers films. And I was almost, I was almost tempted to buy it so I could watch it further. But I've went back and watched some clips on YouTube. And there was one particular line that uh, sticks with me. And it's very deep, very Shakespearean. Is it at the very end when they go, sit, boo-boo, sit, no, boo-boo, boo-boo. I, I am up. not the master thespian that Joe Lewis is, so I'm going to let uh, him... Ding! So I'm going to let him uh, say this quote for me. Don't read it, just read it out loud. Don't mess with the dude! Oh, shit, I screwed it up. You already screwed it up. Don't mess with me, dude. I could walk on water, eat bullets, and shit ice cream. <laughs> Now, if that now how did that not get an Oscar? I don't know. For Can I do this one more time? Go for it. Yeah, don't mess with me, dude. I could walk on water, eat bullets, and shit ice cream. That is kind of a good line. It I is like a good it. line. Like Joe Why Oscar. would you shit eat ice cream? I don't know. Why wouldn't you eat ice cream and shit bullets? And that was the big question was, are you eating bullets and then your body is churning it I'm into ice cream? I'm illiterate. <laughs> you sure are. I shit bullets and I can't read the sides of ice cream. But... It, this movie really stuck with me as a kid. I watched it repeatedly. And as soon as we said we were going to do car pictures, this was the first one that yeah, came to Yeah, nobody head. else was going to pick that. And I was like, I'm going as... Because it's so obscure, nobody remembers it. And I, was, I, I didn't even know it was... Uh, until I started doing research that it was actually produced by Ivan Reitman. What, is that really a car movie, though? 
it takes place in a Mercedes, a black Mercedes for the most part. And then there, there's car chases, and then they get they steal a police car, and they're in a car chase. There, I view it as a car. Did movie. you guys ever see that Kevin Bacon movie that was directed by the guy that directed the new Spider-Man movie? You talking about Cop, Cop Car? car? Yes, I yeah. love Cop Car. Was that a car movie? I think it. I think you could because that's two kids who steal a cop car. I think it's considered a car movie. That you was know, one I, of the ones I almost brought up. I was about to say, and and, and I I have Bluthbergs up there, and I agree with you that it's a musical. That's a musical. That's a but our U.S. car picture too, because it so has, much of the film doesn't move unless it's that car. Yeah, and it and has chases. It has the at one point it held the record for most car crashes. Did that? It did. Did Blues Brothers two thousand eclipse that? Yeah, it did. Okay. What's funny is that they didn't, even though they made that movie, what, 16 years later, Blues Rush 2000? Yeah. It still was no, they did not have the budget that they had on the original. No, and you could tell. You could tell. (laughs) Nor did they have a screenwriter. But no, Uh, so that's that's the movie I wanted to talk about first was Big Shots. Okay. Written by Joe, can't express this enough. Esther House. I'm sure he's wrote other things. No, if you look at the list of movies, they're all, like, for the most part, sex movies. Except for this one. I like Basic Instinct. James and I argue about this all the time. I don't understand the point of it. It's cool. Anyway, it's like a Hitchcock film. To me. I'm going to um, say it's James. Uh, you know, there, I was going to start with some other ones. Actually, I was going to do Blues Brothers, but I think I've already made my point about that. I think I need to go old, old school. I think I need to do what I would argue is one of the earliest, which would be Thunder Road with Robert Mitchum. Yeah. Now, is that a... Is Thunder it, Rolls! And I thought about that, but my argument when I was going, when I was thinking about this afternoon, is that a car picture, or is that a moonshine picture, or are they the same? I think thing? I think at that point they're that's the same. That's a good point, right? But the thing I think is that because if talk, you know anything about the origins we, of NASCAR, yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. And then we could talk, because then we could talk about um, Gator and what's the original? Gator's the sequel. Yeah. Burt Reynolds oh, uh, uh, White Lightning. Then we could do well, White Lightning. And then you could also talk about, um, oh, Moonrunners, which was... I keep dr- just well, grabbing Darth Vader's um, ass or something. Moonrunners, it was a, was a film that oh, led to this upstart television network creating a TV show about two uh, good old boys who were never meaning... Racist! It, they, they were never meaning no I'm harm. Joking. Kind of. Um, but we're going to do another episode. But about no, but that was Moonrunners. Yeah. But Robert Mitchum, um, Thunder Road, if you've never seen it, is about a guy that does fast-paced yeah. moonshine deliveries, which is kind of where NASCAR started. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, stuff. when you talk about moonshine, it is it vehicles are ingrained in it because that is the mode of transportation, and they did and, it at night with no lights. Yep. And so, not, and not, the film came out in 1958, and the entire point of the film is that lifestyle, even at that point, is dying away. Being a moonshine runner, liquor is getting legal everywhere. There's not a demand for it anymore. Right. And, and he's trying to hold on to it, and people are get, coming into the business, and it's changing. So, I mean, it's very much a drama in some ways, but I think it's still one of the precursors to the, the golden age of car pictures because he is constantly running in the car, and what does that look like? So, as I was saying about movies... And I'll be honest, I didn't see Thunder Road until relatively recently. I think it was on Turner Classic Movies. I've never seen it. Uh, it's and, pretty good. Uh, I mean, if nothing else, you should watch it for Mitchum. Yeah, and I was about to say, and, and, and people sometimes forget Mitchum. And it's Family not a Guy, great film. Family Guy always makes fun of Robert Mitchum. It's, was he heavy or was he bulky? I mean, what was it? But he is a compelling actor, and I mean, yeah. had some demons of his own. But definitely, I think that movie, um, if you're talking about car pictures, that needs to be 
if you want to think of it this way, a prequel to what the modern car picture became because it's all about high speed and I'm going to get this. and But then also the idea that this lifestyle is not sustainable. No, I agree. I, that's a good point. I, I, and like I said, I thought about it. Are you done with that one? Yeah, I, mean, I, I won't spend too much uh, If you're listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, uh, uh, by all means, please uh, follow us. And uh, yeah, anyway. So I'm looking my notes up on my little iPad here. Ippid. Ippid. And <clears throat> there's a couple I want to bring up. Both of them are in the 70s, and they're both referenced in Death Proof. And Death Proof was a movie that's also a car picture. Yeah. Right? Directed yeah. by Quentin Tarantino. It was part of Grindhouse. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a slasher film car picture. Instead of a knife, he uses a car. Yeah. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Basically? Yeah, Kurt Russell I, was a murderer, he's a killer, and he uses a car. It's just when it. you say slasher films, slasher films usually there's a high body count, and really, Death Proof, there's only one. He, no, he no. kills the whole, the whole girls at the, 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 the first, first group of girls at the beginning. Kills the leg goes flying off in the thing. Yeah, he kills the whole car I thought he just, I see, I haven't seen it in a while. He, and then he kills Rose McGowan on the way to kill him. Yeah, no, he killed Rose McGowan, I thought that was the only person he killed. No, he kills the whole car load. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's in the hospital in Michael yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. Michael Parks. He's dead now. Oh, is it? I could tell me. Yeah, he died last year. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Probably I can't believe you don't remember that. Anyway, so what I like about what our problem was with Fast and Furious and other things was what I like about, and I'm sure James is going to bring up a really good one that was remade later, and that's great, is uh, that some of these movies, when they specifically were making them in the 60s and the 70s, uh, one of the things I want to say is by the time actually Smokey and the Bandit came out, and we're, I'm not going to talk about Smokey and the Bandit. But that's a car was, picture, and if you've never that seen is a Smokey car picture, and the Bandit. And that's probably the car, or one of the if car pictures. If you've never seen Smokey and the Bandit, you need to see Smokey and the Bandit. It was second highest grossing behind Star Wars. For 77, it's true. It and, was. And it is, I would argue, it is... It is pure Americana. It's culturally yeah. relevant for that time. It is a beautiful little time capsule. And, but, honestly, what you don't remember is is that Convoy and several other movies mm -hmm. had came. And actually, car pictures were kind of not the, not the thing by 77. It was much more of an early 70s. And two of the ones I want to bring up, the first one is Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. It started Peter Fonda and, I was sorry, I already had my thing pulled up and I set it back down here. And I, Susan George, and the, I can't remember, it's directed by Peter Hauf, Hauf, he was British. And the year before that, he made one of my favorite movies of all time, Legend of Hell House. Uh. Same guy. And if you look, uh, Roddy McDowell is actually in Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. He's uncredited. He plays the manager of the of the uh, superstore the the supermarket that they rob. <laughs> superstore. I'm like I don't think Walmart existed back then. No, but he, he plays the manager. So these people rob the store. He has an affair with Sue or this tw thing. Peter Fonda does he and his partner, but he has a thing with this lady Susan George the night before. They rob the store and they're on the run. That's the plot. Okay. Right. Yeah. Kenneth Toby is the guy chasing them down. If you know, if you're a big huge film geek. Kenneth Toby is. Your name is Kenneth Toby. Toby. <laughs> Kenneth Toby was the guy in what? The Thing. The original The Thing from Another World. Oh, okay. And he's in Gremlins. He, when they go to the gas station, he's the guy that manages it. It's coughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Knew him. Didn't know the name. He's chasing him down. He's also an airplane, by the way. He's one of the assistants helping um, oh, really? Lloyd Bridges. Huh. I'm sorry, I can keep on going. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the movie's about. Now, what's the cool thing about 70s car pictures, James? How did they always end? They, 
I, what I was going to say is they are very much like the classic horror films. And the classic horror films, due to code, the monster had to die. And that is very much true for 99%. 99% of those movies made from about 67, 68, right there, till about 75, 76. And most of them were shown in the drive-ins throughout the South. If you were in the city... You had things called grind houses, and that's been well explored. We're not going to go into it here. If you know anything yep. about movies, you've, there's an actual film named Grind House that came about of me explaining this to you. But in the South, they didn't have those. They had drive-ins, another part of car culture. You actually drove to the movies and sat in your car and made out you, with someone. And you could do that because... If you were was... lucky enough to have someone to make out yeah. with. And if not, you watch I, the movie. And if you're listening right now, I'm putting my arms around iTunes. Uh, Chad. Not iTunes! <laughs> <I'm putting> iTunes. <laughs> So love me, iTunes. I mean, I wish <laughs> you me. would. That way you would get some money. Hey, I've been eating that pineapple. Was, <laughs> well, that, was, that was 1971, right? Let's find out if that's true. <laughs> Actually, it came out in 73. Because. Yeah, 73, 74. Hold on. Because Tulane Blacktop was 71. 74. Okay. Tulane Blacktop was 71. Oh, and there's Macon County Line. We, there's a ton. And there's, I, I don't mm. know if you, that's the one you're going to bring up, I assume. Uh, yeah, still, yeah. I think seventy one as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I got to. That's that's, no, no, I, 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 that's actually my favorite. But I, two lane blacktop. Such an odd um, movie. Two lane blacktop. I haven't seen much of, but it's if you're a fan of Warren Oates, you should check out two lane. I want to see. I, I've I've never seen it actually, and I need to watch it. That's the one that's directed by. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Monty Hellman. Yeah. Monty Hellman went on to do a bunch of other things. He did some stuff for uh, George. Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, Roger it went Corner. on to make mayonnaise. Bring out the Hellmans. <laughs> Back to Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. The thing about these car, car pictures was is that they always got away with it, and after they got away with it, they died. They and, died. And something hit them. Something came yeah. out of nowhere, and, and they and killed them. Yeah, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Yeah, is no exception. And, and it has one of the best because you're absolutely right. You're like, they did it. Woo! They did it. Son of a gun. <laughs> Bam! Takes them out. All yeah. three of them. Yeah. Right there. How many movies did Peter Fonda make in the, that time frame where he died? <coughs> a bunch. That's what I thought. Okay. But, um, yeah. And we, and we, we haven't even was, got to motorcycle pictures. That's so a whole other like, episode. I know. I think motorcycle is, yeah. That's, that's a, a whole genre. other genre. We'll get to the wild ones, which we'll also talk about Peter Fonda. So Peter Fonda was the Sean Bean of the 70s. No, mm -hmm. Sean Bean was the Sean Bean, Bean of the 70s. 70s. <laughs> Sean Bean was the Sean Bean of any decade. That's true. Post- or before he was born or his yeah. death, he will always be the Sean Bean of the Sean Bean. <laughs> his multiple so, deaths. So that's the story. That's the plot. That's I mean, yes, there, there's some crazy, crazy, crazy accidents, crazy thing, uh, stunts done with cars, and there's no, no, there's no CGI. No. And you're just watching it and you think, why weren't more people killed? And then you look up the stories and people were yeah. killed. I'll end there. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So this, I'm going to bring up the one that I think you all are going to get argue, argue with me the most about. Is it a car picture? But I'm going to bring it up. Gumball Rally? No, no. <laughs> what? Gumball Rally. So I'm going to, as soon as I say this this person's Oh, name, is it going to be the Kenny Roger one with the kids, six pack? No, that's it's, seven up. Six pack. Is it six pack? It's it is six pack. pack. Oh, okay. I thought it was Holy up. shit. Six pack. How, would six, you, how do you know Is that a car six picture? Pack. Is six pack a car picture? I mean, it's all about no, them preparing for a race. race. I don't know. If that is, so stroke race. But if that is, this is Holy Herb, cow. We're Herbie, Herbie, Herbie is, Herbie's a love bug? It is I mean, a car picture. Which it one? Is a, all of them. Even the, the one, one where he's fully loaded? Yes. How about the Bruce? You shouldn't drink and how about, the, how about the Bruce Campbell one? I've never seen it. 
I've never seen the Americana. one. I've never seen the but other no. one. But um, no. So it was co-written by the man. I lost his name. But he co-wrote. Uh, he, he created Martin. Martin! Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, it really works when you say it. Say, his other, say it that way. Say it that way. The too. other co-writer, uh, who was also the director, he was a little-known director known as Joel Schumacher. I'm bringing it up 1983's DC Cap. <laughs> All right. Have this, you seen DC Cab in a while? Yes, it still holds up. No, it is terrible. It is not terrible. It is, it you is shut legitimate. your horse mouth. I, not... Didn't we have this conversation last year? Yes. <laughs> I saw it a year or two ago. I hadn't saw it in a long time because we have a friend, Craig Dennis, who's yes. a big supporter of the show. Insane. But <laughs> he's a big supporter of the show. Thank you so much, Craig. He loves that movie, quotes uh, it a lot. Yeah. I hadn't saw it in a long time, saw it last year, and thought... Oh Lord! No, I still it still holds up. <laughs> it is so not PC. No, it is not PC, and That's not and like not it. in a funny, not in a funny Blazing Saddles way. No, no, it's it's the other not yeah, PC. Yeah. But you gotta think, Joel Schumacher also wrote another popular car movie. It's not a car picture. This is definitely not a car it, movie, but he would. Yes, it is car wash. It's a it, it's at the car wash. So then you're gonna. Look We're talking the, about the car, car wash. wash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, rabbit, sing it with me! Come on, Dad! You see, what you've got to understand is you might never get rich. <laughs> Carlin is in it! Yes, I but know. But it's better than digging a ditch. But let's say it's a car wash! <laughs> but let's say it's your prior! Let me get that banjo back. <laughs> but let's talk about the cast of DC Cap. Uh, listen, you've got it right off the bat, Mr. T. And he pities no fools. I pity them. <laughs> Keep going. But uh, Paul Rodriguez, one of the best comedians, stand-up comedians of the 80s, early 90s. Don't forget about Bill Maher. I was getting ready to say <laughs> Bill Maher. Okay. Adam Baldwin of, Sur of Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's still on his, uh, but keep going. And Gary Busey, who is who wonderful in that movie, who plays Gary Busey. <laughs> who plays Gary Busey, racist Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Who may very well be Gary Busey? And, I don't know. And then um, it also starred the uh, the Barbarian Twins, who had a brief career in the eighties. It also and stars I, I, Max um, from uh, Larry uh, from Bar one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Barney Miller. You're also forgetting another favorite. Max, uh, what's Max's? Oh, I'm forgetting his name. But um, also one of our favorite shows from the eighties, Night Court, Marshall Warfield. Marshall Warfield's in it as well. Um, but so if you haven't seen DC Cab. Seriously, don't listen to Joe. Go out and watch it. <laughs> it is fantastic. And I believe Jimmy Dynamite Walker's in it. Is it Mount yeah, There's a lot of people. There yeah, is no it goes point on to and on. Cab. So it's about this this uh, Adam Baldwin. He comes, uh, he hitches hikes to Washington. Hitches hikes? He hitchhikes to Washington, D.C. I like hitches hikes. <laughs> to, uh, to I bet it. you do. Trip hitches man. and hikes. Hitches <laughs> and hikes. With At the <laughs> but uh, he he, uh, he hitchhikes to Washington D.C. to get a job with his uncle to fulfill the American dream of owning a cab company. <laughs> I really oh feel if I had a green screen, we could do a flag waving behind the Yes, but uh, you know, it's all keep our. Oh wait, I did the Canadian national. And Joe, Joe's right. There really isn't a plot to it. It's just oh random. It's random scenes put together of people in cabs. Each one has their own way of doing things. Like, for one thing, Marsha War, Marsha Warfield, if I could talk, um, you know, she's constantly getting she held up. She hitches hikes, too. No, she constantly gets held up. Mr. T's trying to uh, do what Mr. T did in the 80s and beat a, 
uh, drug dealer out of his neighborhood. Because there's a powerful message after you get past yeah. racist Gary Busey. <laughs> well, hey, Gary, so Gary Busey's racist and he's trying to prove that Bruce Lee is frozen in a fridge somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. And he doesn't work. <laughs> on, what, on what day? <laughs> what day is it? Elvis' birthday, baby. Yeah. I don't work. Um, but yeah, it's just one hilarious scene after another it, like I said there's not really a plot let's but it, get drunk and watch it but it, I'm all for it okay James didn't bring the booze well sorry <laughs> but yeah um, maybe we could trade some of these Pepperidge fives for booze but it definitely, no I'm not giving up the cookies do you all not think it's a car picture though you know what? I'll be honest. I'm up, I, being blunt. I haven't seen DC Cab in its entirety. I'll be honest. Um, I've seen Mr. T's self-help film, Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool. Look it up. You can find it on VHS tape. I'm the fool. Because the majority of it takes place I've in seen Cab. That. If I've that's seen that. true, is Mother Jugs and Speed a car picture? It totally is. It's okay. an ambulance picture. It's a car picture. Okay. Alright, if you say that one is, then I'll say oh, well, that Now, one. I've got a question then. So, if taking place in a car... And by the way, the car is a point, car picture. ...is a pivotal point of being a car picture, is cellular a car picture? She's locked in the trunk of a car that entire picture. No. Uh, I never saw it. Because I mean, I know car, what it is. I know who wrote it. You ever see the phone booth? So yeah, about the same, same guy. guy. Yeah, Larry... Uh, he put it in a... He put it in a... And <laughs> who, who, was, who directed phone booth? Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. <laughs> I enjoy the heck out of phone booth. I like, I phone, booth I like phone booth too. <coughs> the point of a car picture for Indirect me. Indirect and cellular. Uh, Somebody not else. Joel Schumacher. Not <laughs> but no, They're written, both written by Larry o. In my, I think What's you all name? view a car picture as there having to be car chases involved. My version of a car picture is the the car has to encompass a major well, major character in the oh, film. Actually, a DC I'll, cab. Encompasses I'll a cat agree with that. Character. And it's, it's one of the things that I will agree with, and I'll agree with you on that because that's my same argument for Blues Brothers. Is there's there's been comments made that, and, and I'm leaving cars behind for a second, but um, is it Richard Arnold who worked on Star Trek and worked with Gene Roddenberry? And his argument is one of the reasons that so many people still like the original series is the Enterprise as a character. Yeah. Yeah. And he argues that as good as the next generation got, as good as Deep Space Nine got, nobody captured that ship as a character as well as the original series. Yeah, and you know, for example, the and so I will agree with you there that if the car is, if you care about the car, I mean, Blues Brothers. That's one of the things that I love about it. When they get there and they've literally been through Nazis and everything, and they no, get there at the last agree, minute and the car the Blues falls Brothers apart. Car, yes. Yeah, you kind of go, "Oh yeah. my God!" And it's like, "Ah, oh, we gotta go." Because I, because the one I'm gonna do, I think part of the car is yeah. Well, you know, and also with DC Cab, like, and this is one of the reasons why, like I said, Joe, there's not really a story. Everything is a comedy, and then all of a sudden there's a big. Kidnap I mean, it's there's like, a big kidnapping. There's a kidnapping for the yeah. third act. There, there's there's no reason for this kidnapping, but there's a kidnapping. But it doesn't even match the tone. In order, of the movie. in order, yeah, it, there, mm -hmm. it just comes out of left field because you you're watching that, this movie and it's all about these people. Do you think they were writing the script and they were like, "God, this is Joe Schumacher wrote it." Right? I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Joe so Joe Schumacher wrote it. It came from a story from the guy who created Martin. Who really didn't do much of anything other than Martin, and then uh, he did one other movie, and I'm blanking on the title. He didn't have to. He dropped the mic when it came to Martin. Yeah. <laughs> With Shanae. Yeah, Shanae. But um, but you know, for example, this. What so the that woman's up to now? She was a handsome woman. I, mean, no, I don't she know. knew where she was. But no, I mean, with DC Cab, they they. There's gonna be a 20 year old out there. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but the cars have to take. They they take. They play a major part of the plot yeah, because they have to break I, into the. I they understand. have to break back in. They, there's a whole. 
courtesy of an 80s montage, they have to transform them into police cars. And they call it a montage. Montage! At the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> the car wash. But no, that's, I agree. that is my second uh, choice for a car movie. You know, I've actually changed my mind since we've started, and I'm going to do, do this one. Um, is it your turn or my turn? I thought no, you already did two. No, I do. I've done two. Now James is doing one. You technically did two in a row. You did Death Proof and then... No, I just mentioned Death Proof to get to there. But, but there was a I'm conversation, gonna, I'm gonna so I there for a brand new... I'm, I'm, this is my brand second I'm not, I'm not no, a... No, 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 no. Well, it's fine. You I should be. Why don't you just take your damn time and your Pepperidge Farm? Because it remembers. Hey, guys, Take guys. Banjo and show. Darth it. Vader's getting upset. <laughs> so, hey, I want to start to this by leading into... Shut up. Uh, by, <laughs> now spit on me and call me scum. Before I, I get into this, I want to set this up by saying that the man who directed this picture had been in, as an actor, car pictures before. He was in um, a little film called Eat My Dust. Directed by little Ronnie Howard. Yep, uh, and he went on to do, uh, he was in Rock and Roll High School and all that stuff, which meant that he was working with this young upstart director, or producer, Roger Corman. Never heard of him. This would be Paul Bartell. <gasps> Paul Bartell, I know what you're going to do! And Paul Bartell gave me one of my favorite movies. And by the way, I saw this movie, and then about two years ago, I was I at the no gym idea. on Netflix. I know exactly what and he I He's going to do Class Struggles of, and, uh, of blah, 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 Beverly Hills. <laughs> By the way, it's a Paul Bartell movie. <laughs> um, he's eating, doing Lust in the eating, Dust. Eating Raul. Yeah. Lust in the, eating Raul. Eating Raul is another Paul Bartell movie that no, he's in Paul with Bartell, Mary Warrenoff, who turned us down doing the show. Paul Bartell um, <laughs> did these car pictures, and Corman asked him if he would like to direct a car picture, and he directed a little film with some social commentary called Death Race. 2000. 2000 with a guy named Sly Stallone. Are you serious? Um, That's what you're Paul Martell was openly uh, was openly gay um, throughout his career. Did not hide any of it, um, which made him direct and go back and watch Death Race. It's very interesting that it's, he directed. I it never the way thought of it from that from that perspective. You'll know Paul Martell from Criminals too. Uh, He's the theater manager that goes to get Hulk Hogan when the Gremlins stop the movie in the middle of it. <laughs> okay. By the way, we should do a whole episode of Gremlins 2 and By how the, way, the hell that movie came out I of wanna, the studio let, system. Let Ice me, Landis does a whole trailer show. Let me flip back, on. by the way. You need to actually go back and find the novelization of Gremlins 2 because it's hilarious. Because if you're reading the novelization, it stops at the same point and it literally has a chapter narrated by, is it Brainy? Whatever the, the yeah the Tony uh, Randall Tony Randall one yeah and he, that said if you would have bought a ticket to see this movie instead of just buying a book <laughs> you would have got to see a scene here where Hulk Hogan just <laughs> literally describes the scene and then literally <laughs> then goes on to talk about how books are great but movies deserve and then that's a full chapter all right so, so, no, hey, hold on. no 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 hold on because I got another report let's 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 take a break from cars because I got a more important question. When the hell did you read the novelization of Gremlins 2? <laughs> I didn't get to see the movie when it came out. I got somebody gave me the book. His mommy didn't... and his daddy didn't love that. No, I didn't get to go see I saw it twice. I saw it twice. It was the I first movie I've ever saw in the theater. I ever saw in the movie theater twice. I, I did not when that it. Gremlin picked up that Uzi, my 10, 12-year-old brain, 
melted. And then oh, when, yeah. when that one transformed into a woman, another thing happened that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> I didn't get to go see no, the last my 30 year old brain melted. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I need a love that dare not speak its name. I, uh, okay, so I didn't see a lot of movies as a kid mm, uh, in theater. So, yeah, no, but anyway, Paul Bartel, I'm not. It's okay. You're okay. You made it. Um, did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. You're means, means a lot to I'm me. I'm waiting for Darth uh, to do this handy J. Anyway, Paul Bartel directed, and if you've only seen the remake of Death Race, the original is very different. Or the other remake. The other, well, yeah. I only which, made it through 45 minutes. Um, I've it. watched them all. But I do love <laughs> the original the best. And the plot to, to Death Race is, it is a race across the country, and every person that you kill scores you points. Yep. And it's a method of population control... So if you like The Purge and you want some 70s vibes on The Purge. If you like The Purge, but you would like something entertaining. Um, it is. Right? Well, I mean, uh, actually, the, the, the funny part about it is the cars really never actually went that fast. They did a lot of different stuff with it. But, I mean, the start of the movie, they actually talk about, well, if you kill an elderly person, since they can't contribute to society, you get this many points. If you yeah. kill a member of the clergy, you get this many points. So there's all this social commentary. Uh, David Carradine's in it. I was going to say it. it it's, he, it's a David Carradine it's a picture David that Carradine. has a very young Sylvester Stallone in it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he plays uh, not the Italian stallion, but it's dangerously close. It's it's not. It's only uh, that movie was made in the mid seventies. It's only yeah. a year or two before Rocky, right? Yes, um, and it's Is all this about before or after his porno. It would be after. But it. Um, <laughs> But I was the, sitting here, I was waiting for a joke, but I was actually, I think it'd be after. Yeah, it, was legit, it would have been too long after. But yeah, it would have been, I think, after. And to those people who you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone was in a porno. It's, so was Sonny Landon. It's a weekend, a and I'm fans. assuming I'm looking at the right camera as there's one pointed right at me. <laughs> it's a weekend of Kitty and Studs, right? Which has been I have no idea. I've never seen it. Oddly enough, I've not seen that. I one. haven't seen it either. Kevin <laughs> Shelton, if you're watching or listening. <laughs> but yeah, just imagine, Adrian! At a different point. <laughs> um, I have need a love that dare not speak. Its but Death name. Race um, is all about basically. It, if you watch not only the remake, they're not in prison. They're actually heroes. They're they're athletes. Yeah, so, they're athletes, and I people just, sacrifice I just gotta, them. I just back again off car pictures. I just got a mental image of Joe motorboat and a gremlin. Continue. Um, <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to move my fibula um, pillow right over here. The the Death Race, uh, the original Death Race 2000, is 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 just an entertaining and, the and people, it's a race. And the and it's, but it's a race and, with and they're and huge. A, and is, and the, he plays the guy his name Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And and the rumor is that he's horribly scarred. Yeah. And they've created this kind of myth about him. Yeah. Um, and, and people sacrifice themselves across the United yeah. States. Yeah. There, there are people that will line up just so their people. They're, just so their racer can win mm -hmm. because it's that important to them. So it would be the equivalent of, I don't know, I want, uh, I'm trying to think of, I want Scott Speed to win, so I'm going to jump out onto the NASCAR track when I see him coming by. Scott Speed. And you see that. Scott Speed only has three friends, and I know two of them. I know two of them. And by the way, <laughs> if you find the boneheads out and about or you are interested, I have a David Carradine story. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so so many of the... Uh, but yeah, no, Death Race 2000 has a lot of social commentary on it. It is very much a car picture. The cars have their own characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the the Frankenstein's car is not the same as the Italian Stallion's car. I forget what his name is. I can't is. remember what it's, his name is either, but you're it's right. Close. It's dangerously close to um, And um, 
there's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of social commentary, but the fact that it was directed by an openly gay director in the 1970s, it's, it's a very interesting film. You need to check it out. And check out, I honestly, check out his other pictures too. Uh, Class Struggle of Beverly Hills, uh, Eating Raul, Lust in the Dust. Seriously, there, there be movies, but there's always another layer to them. Yeah, yeah, even, he died actually fairly young, and he and Corman were actually friends. And Corman has said that he is one of his saddest things is he would have loved to have seen the movies that he would have made. Yeah, so so not Sylvester, to bring and make it too serious. Sylvester Stallone played Machine Gun <coughs> Joe Viterbo. Yeah, yeah, that's nowhere near close to the Italian. Style. If you watch it though, he's it's kind of a, yeah. they, they make comments about him being Italian all the time, Joe. Okay. So there's a lot of attack. It's yeah. It's uh, so anyway. Death Race 2000. I wasn't gonna bring up, but I think the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's it's a very much an original idea at the time, and it's very much a car picture. All right. So to me, the best car picture, and I'm like I said, I'm removing Smokey and the Bandit out of it because that to me is another thing. Is Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point has been remade once. Technically twice because three times a lady. But, but, and I'm not 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 knocking Tarantino, but he clear. I mean, he even admits it as he's going through. If you're if you're watching Death Proof, yeah, how much of it comes out of Vanishing Point? Right. Vanishing Point is about Kowalski. He is a driver who who drives <laughs> drives things. There, <laughs> uh, but always. Um, so here's the IMDb. I'm gonna read it word for word. Kowalski works for a car delivery service. He takes delivery of a 1970 Dodge Challenger, a white one, right, to, from Colorado to San Francisco. Shortly after pickup, he takes a bet to get the car there in less than 15 hours. After a few run-ins with the motorcycle cops and highway patrol, they start a chase to bring him into custody. Along the way, Kowalski is guided by a super stole, a blind DJ with police radio scanner. That's the plot. That's the plot. Kowalski is played by Barry Newman. <coughs> And the DJ that we love is played by Cleavon Little. Ah, oh, Cleavon Little. Cleavon Little Once from bitten, Blazing Saddles. Once bitten, Cleavon's Little. From... <laughs> and that's it. No, no, he was also he was also in Fletch Lives. No, no, he wasn't in Fletch Lives or Blazing Saddles. Once bitten it. That's it. Anyway, so Vanishing Point it has some great car chases. Some great scenes. I don't know where my mind went. I don't I totally, know what happened. I totally You're still it. thinking about that female gremlin perv. <laughs> Good God. Where's my pillow? <laughs> oh, I got your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> those, are my, those are my pillows. Don't tear those up. It I may, told you those were 50 cents at the big lot. It may smell like mesquite. Ooh. So. It'll smell like despair and you know it. White 70s Dodge Challenger. What did the Duke boys drive? Oh, the Dodge Challenger. It was a Challenger. Yeah. Dodge Challenger. Everybody wanted a Mopar car at that time. They were built, big engines. Nobody cared about gas mileage. It was before the gas embargo, before the 70s came, well, right as before the mid-70s when people couldn't get gas. Yeah. And they started to make engines with less power in them. They couldn't care less about seat belts and safety. Ralph Nader hadn't ruined America. <laughs> Is that obscure enough? Yeah, that's obscure. Well, There's like three people gonna, out there going yeah. to go, three liberals going, how dare he? 
How dare he? Well, I mean, he did lower insurance when we didn't have well, to. I mean, he saved thousands of yeah, lives, well. but that's beside the damn point. He, he actually, also gave some us. Some people argue that actually the crash <laughs> he test. He also gave us George W. Bush. Bush. Yeah. The, some people argue the crash test dummy program actually saved more lives than Ralph Nader. No, no. It was now, the cartoon. That being said, it was the cartoon. That being said, the crash test dummies also gave us a song that just goes. Mm-hmm. Can I get back to Mansion Point? Once there was this guy. Who, yeah, go ahead. Let's let's cut back. The novelization <laughs> of Grimless Two. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chad. It's directed by Richard. How many pages was that novel? It's about 220. Dang! <laughs> Go ahead. Do you think you could get the gestalt of Gremlins Two in less than 220 pages? Jeez! It was directed by Richard Seraphin. Richard Seraphin, <coughs> to my knowledge. Was an angel. Was worked on a lot of other things, but nothing that I think has had the cultural impact of Vanishing Point. And once again, not to give anything away, but guess what happens in a 70s car picture at the end? They uh, they make it and everything's fine? No, he dies. Mm. Kowalski dies. Huh. They all die. Now, why did they all die? Why did we have to punish them? They're inherently bad people, aren't they? Yeah, he kind of is because you're pulling for them. You're pulling. Let's talk about smoking. You're pulling for the bandit. Yeah, but how many? How much trouble? How much cost did he did he bring up for the taxpayer to get all that Coors back to Atlanta? But uh, Joe from Texarkana, Texas, Texas hey, back to thirsty Atlanta. in Atlanta, and there's beer in, in Texarkana, Texas. and they're gonna do it no matter what it takes. You know, it's it's also they could be eastbound what? and down. You know, it's also the same thing about Bonnie and Clyde. It's kind of a car picture, <coughs> and you're kind of rooting for them. And when they die at the end, a lot of people are like, oh, oh by the way, spoilers. Bonnie and Clyde were murderers. They were murderers. They are horrible people. They were horrible, you horrible know, people. I, I'm one of the few people who, when they shot, okay. Bonnie and Clyde deserve what they got. Yeah, they have. But there are people out there, they are made to look like tragic figures. That's a whole other one we could do, too. That's a whole yeah. other episode of why... We're obsessed with outlaws. Yeah. Right? right. But why were we obsessed with the scum of the earth? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. People who don't follow rules, they don't care. Do we <laughs> all do we all want to be rule breakers? Because I even make the joke in my own job. Well, you know, the rules are kind of a guideline. No, I got too much guilt. No, I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. James, anyway. you can keep on going on the phone. There's no, no. I was, I was like. actually, I was actually looking at something else, like what you were saying, but I can't find it. So Seriously, I could tell you more about Vanishing Point, but there's no point because it is just, it, 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 it is so much of its time, and to me, it's probably. <coughs> I never saw it till I saw Death Proof, and that was the reason I brought it up. Yeah, was because Death, and I was like, well, I've got to go back and see it, and I tracked down a lot of these movies. I think we watched them together. Oh, I know. Because <coughs> uh, actually, it's got. <laughs> Jumping back to Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry has one of the best threats ever delivered from a man to a woman, and I cannot say it on this show. Why not? Because of the, 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 the content of... So basically, he threatens to braid <coughs> her hair. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Seriously? I want my hair braided. That's a line in a movie? No, no, it's not. I know what you're saying. I'm just kind of shocked that that was a line in a movie. I got what you're saying, 100%. Yeah. You're talking about her leg hair. I got it. I don't yeah, get that's it. it, Chad. Jeez. I like my hair braided. Yeah. Anyway. Hair. Um, you do too. <laughs> so, um... I'm done. Okay. Uh, my last movie, I actually... If you didn't notice, I rushed you. I was sitting there talking about this in the middle of a James uh, tirade earlier. 
uh, because he mentioned the movie I'm going to bring up, The Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. With Charlie Sheen? With Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Wait, now you're going to bring up the Wraith. Yes. And not the car. The car in the Wraith? No, the car. No, the movie, the, movie, the, the car. car. The yeah, car, no. where there's About a the demon, demon car. car that is one of Del Toro's favorite movies. He has a replica of the, the car. car. I'm and the car pins them in a cemetery because it can't cross over onto hollow ground. Have you not seen the car? No, I haven't. And The Wraith is one of my favorite movies as you a kid. You need to see the car. <laughs> I'm going to see the car. But uh, The Wraith, it's a car movie. Clint is... Howard's The Wraith? Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. They also stars Charlie Sheen. Clint Howard. John Cassavetes. John Cassavetes is He's the villain. the villain. I don't remember. He is the main I've villain. I've seen that since I was Randy a Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Oh, he's the sheriff. He's the sheriff. Wow. She's the sheriff. And then, um, <laughs> she was. She was. Sherilyn Flynn from Twin Peaks. Cheryl Finn. Cheryl Flynn. Cheryl, Cheryl Flynn, Finn. sorry. From Twin Peaks. Is that the blonde one? Yes. Yeah. No. From Twin Peaks? Yeah. Man? No, she's mm. the, the, the hotel owner's daughter. Bear Country. Oh, the brunette. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> from Boxing Helena. Ooh. Ooh. Directed by Jennifer Lynch. By the way, oh, Boxing mm. Helena. Mm. That's all we'll say about Bob. Back to car picture. I got that that female <laughs> gremlin going no. on. It, you, do you all not think the Wraith is an inherent car? Movie? I haven't. Honestly, I remember it slightly better than Tough Guys. So, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever Tough Guys. Called. It was called Tough Guys with with Kirk Douglas and Robert Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 Mitchell, Kirk Douglas uh, and, uh, and uh, from here to eternity, Clint, Burt uh, Lancaster. Burt Lancaster. You're talking about Burt almost Lancaster. said Cliff Robertson. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, they cross the border and they kick the guy in the groin. Yeah. Well, what, what was we talking about with the kids? Big shots. What the hell's the difference? <laughs> but either way, they have to get in a boat race to save the ski school. Yeah. <laughs> this one crazy summer. Uh, <laughs> Oh, savage Steve Holland. Yeah. Feel free to come on the show. God, yeah. I want to talk about Guyver. Oh. <laughs> he directed Guyver. He directed Guyver. No, I said, that, no, 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 sorry. Got two people. That's You're screaming, talking about that that's screaming, screaming Mad, Mad George. George. Anyway, The Wraith. So what is The Wraith for those people who have never heard of The Wraith? It is about a man, a, a teenager who is killed by a group of vehicle, uh, by a gang. Yeah, it's a car picture. Yeah, by a gang who all ride in various vehicles. Who comes back as a vengeful spirit in a car and proceeds to mow them down one by one. Does he kill one of them With in the garage? He kills one of them in the garage. I believe that is Clint Howard he kills in the garage. Yeah, he oh, grabs no, the car off. Not Crit Croward. Clint Howard. I don't know how to make that more Crit Not Crit Croward. <laughs> so uh, at the car wash. <laughs> But, uh, you know, this movie, it also has a lot of, uh, it was actually featured on uh, Monster Vision, Joe Bob Briggs yeah. show. Um, and uh, It will be a scare fest this year. It will be a scare fest this year. Oh, I lost my point. <laughs> Did you have one? Yeah, I had a point. So, you know, Why also, did you pick that one? Well, it was one of the movies, that, uh, it was a car movie that I watched repeatedly as a kid. And the, car, the car itself is such an important piece of, of that movie. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, and um, what was the card? You know, I'm actually what? I'm gonna read that. Okay. Um, it is. Can you do it? Can you do it in your? <laughs> it was the Cherry Red Yugo. Yeah. I'm gonna have Can you do it that. in your Crick Croward voice? Uh, I'm I'm quoting IMDb on this because I looked up several things uh, on this. And actually. none of them were true. No, they were all true. It's just this was the best way of describing what this car about the history of this car. Okay. 
the car is a Dodge. Yes. It is the M4S. The Dodge M4S. A, it was a joint effort of the Dodge division of Chrysler Motors and PPG Industries. One of the highly sophisticated PPG pace cars for the PPG cart. <laughs> IndyCar PPG, World Series. I'm not, not being sarcastic. I thought PPG made paint. Uh, made, this was the early 80s. Or, uh, or late 80s. I think this was 1987. This has just random knowledge in my head. Um, the M4S was designed and constructed at an estimated cost of $1.1 and featured performance and technology to match that lofty figure. The innovative body design was developed in the Chrysler Studios while PPG developed the finish, a special bronze pearl paint job formulated just for this car. The M4S was powered by a Chrysler 2.4 liter... <laughs> the Gremlin's done. Yeah, the M4S... And <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Only I want her in boxing to Lena. Oh, that's so gross. Come over here with your no arms and legs. Oh, the M4S mm. was powered by a Chrysler 2. Put your luck with those boxing things. <laughs> I, I got the kid. I thought she had her hands. Did she? I thought she just lost her legs. Either way, she's going to bounce back and forth now, like one of those boxing Let's just say hypothetically, bo uh, boxing Helena, met waltzing Matilda. What would happen? Back to boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um... So that was that was a brief description of the car. Another the mm. other thing that the Wraith is famous for is one of the uh, it was the assistant director or cameraman actually died in one of the chase scenes of that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, he either fell off the car he fell off the car that was um, filming or I think that's what it was. Anyway, it's just a really good schlocky car movie to me. It's schlocky. I it thought it was schlocky as a kid. And that's why I think I liked it so much because each each one of the gang each one of the the, the <coughs> his gang was very cartoonish. Anything with Clint Howard is going to be cartoonish. It's kind of a rip off of Christine in a sense, in a way. In a way, which well, when you're done, I'll I'll make I'll I'll jump to something else. No, I'm done. It was just uh, I just because I felt like why did you why did you bring up the Wraith as not being because I felt like you were saying that it wasn't a car movie. Well, no, I was I was Have asking you if it was. Yeah, it's been a while. I saw it. I saw it on Fox and late night movies way back in TV, the day, yeah, uh, sure and I'm sure it was as the day was long. The the reason though I wanted to I was asking if you were done is there's he some was other ready to talk. No, there's some other because I was sitting here thinking about car pictures and I've got the original Italian Job whatever camera, mm -hmm. um, the original Italian Job with Michael Caine, No Coward, uh, Benny Hill. I can't At the car wash. Is Benny Hill in the car wash? No. no. With Benny Hill. <laughs> you know how much better the car wash would be with Benny Hill? Actually, about do, 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 do. to quote to quote another person about I, that much. I like the Benny car Hill. Wash. Uh, but the original Italian Job. If you've only seen the remake, again, it's like some of the other stuff I'm going to talk about. But before I talk about the final film, I'm going to talk about. Oh, I missed. Huh? Was that at my <laughs> camera? Before. Or at the Haley. Um, Are you okay, the Haley? <laughs> before the... Before That's Ch what I was expecting when the Gremlin left. <laughs> before Chad uh, quits... I kicked, yes. off, I kicked off James Bond again. Well, I was going to say, before Chad quits... Or, or before, uh, Would Chad you just killed, say it? I'm trying to, but there's... The idiot You're not level, talking now! The idiot level <laughs> You're just talking! Up. Say the movie! Say it! No, I'm, I'm going to get... Don't wait for the translation! <laughs> I want to get to the movie. Um, but there's some other things mm. on the table. She the, says we're running long. Okay, Joe, let me finish. 
Um, James Bond, I got some James Bond stuff on the table because James Bond pictures do revolve around the car. Yeah, you can never heard of that. Um, the, the car is vital to the James Bond pictures. There's, I mean, people have paid money just to get their car in the picture. Absolutely. But it's James, uh, James, James you always drive an Aston Martin. God, I would love to drive an Aston Martin. Um, so, the, the, I, Joe would love to ride Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> um, so James Bond, I think, this car. I don't really have a comeback to that. <laughs> Back to and the I've future. kind of petered out after the female gripping. <laughs> Back to the Future, I think, and is a car picture. Because I think the DeLorean is a character. Um, yes, the yeah, DeLorean is very much a, de is a character. Character. So I, I think that's a car picture. But what I want to talk about... While he's doing that, I'm going to have a cookie for you all. Uh, <laughs> not watching. Just What I want to talk about is... I'll actually pick it up off the table. This is my copy of the original Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, you notice... I knew he was going to bring that up. We've talked about... That's what he should have brought up. We've talked about the original Italian job. I've mentioned in passing uh, the original Death Race. Haley, you want a cookie while James is talking? <laughs> Audience, would you like a cookie while James is talking? Joe, when you uh, go, when you're actually uh, stopped at a convention and they make you bring them cookies, I don't want to hear it. Well, they'll be petered out. <laughs> I just want to keep saying petered out. I'm still waiting for the female gremlin. There's, There's poor some guy named too. Peter out, and he's like, why the hell did Joe keep making fun of me? What did I do? <laughs> The original, if you if you want to see the remake of the Gone Sixty Seconds, which I do love, it's a Nick I do not. It, please but, watch the original. The original this is, is, uh, is a superior film. This has over five hundred crashes in it, and as Joe talked about, um, people got hurt. Yeah. Uh, if you watch this movie, there's parts that are, the audio is hard to hear. You're not watching for the plot. The plot is paper thin. He plays an insurance company. Who's that, he? Um, uh, it's it's H.B. Hilicki. H.B. Hilicki, who also did he, he directed? Yeah, he directed. He wrote, directed, basically. And he starred in it. Uh, yes. And he wanted people to know that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, he plays Mandarin Pace. <laughs> yeah, I put that on some chicken once. <laughs> um, Baked it at three fifty. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced Mandarin, Mandarin or something. It's a little bit off from that, but basically, he runs an insurance company. And they're defrauding, they're stealing cars and doing all this stuff, and he basically makes a bet, it's the only thing close to the remake, that he can steal 48 cars in under 24 hours. So Eleanor, all of that stuff is the same. Um, and that's the rest of the movie. And they do whatever it takes. So there are over 500 car crashes in the movie. It is all over the place. Um, this version of it actually comes with a license plate tag that's meant to represent Eleanor. Uh, but... H.B. Halicki did um, another movie uh, that was uh, it was titled Grand Theft Auto, and then he was working on a follow-up to this. And this movie originally cost, um, because he borrowed cars, he redid stuff on cars, he kept making them work until he could get the movie made. And I think it cost a little bit under $800,000, because he literally was just re reworking everything himself to make it work. It at drive-ins, made over $30 million, which at the time was huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He reinvested all of that. He kept making Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it's been retitled since. Uh, but then he made, um, he's working on Gone in 60 Seconds 2, and he was going to have even more car crashes and do all this stuff. And H.B. Halicki, who wrote, directed, cast, did everything for this, died. He was doing a jump stunt. Um, and Waylon Jennings' narration failed. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and he died. Uh, the, uh, there's a couple Slow of, clap. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a couple Speaking of, of the clap, did you know that female gremlin gets around? <laughs> oh, my lanta. Uh, but anyway, Does my no. lanta help this burning sensation? <laughs> yes. Go, is, go take a bath. It is very, very much true. That H.P. Halicki you said that boxing is probably life? one of the most famous. Um, and we talked about, uh, you mentioned Smoking the Bandit and yeah. passing. Hal Needham, who directed that, was originally also a stuntman. Yes, Hal Needham so, was the stuntman. Stuntman. So when H.P. Halicki and Hal Needham He's were kind of in the same ballpark and H.P. Halicki didn't make it. The, he died doing stunts. So when you, when you think about this, and that's why, again, I'm not as anti- Fast and Furious as, as Joe is, I think. But that being said, it's not anti. It's just it. It's special that movie facts. is a drive-in masterpieces in the sense of for the period of time it came out, for what it was representing for that part of yeah. Americana, and the sequel is a bad Nicolas Cage movie with Angelina Jolie. No, no, the remake. The not remake. The sequel. I mean, I'm sorry. Because they brilliant. still finished Gone in sixty seconds too. And it's not as easy to find. But this wasn't easy to find until the, yeah, the remake, came, the remake out. came out. Now, so, question you, yeah. about that. Because the very final car chase, because there's a huge wreck at the very end of it. Mm -hmm. He got seriously injured at that one, didn't he? Yes. And this is one movie that doesn't follow the 1970s car movie. Yeah, they get away with it. Right? Because he gets away with Eleanor. Yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. They cause a massive, massive accident. And yes, he had been hurt several different times. Any... Rational human being would have quit. Yeah, and, and he was obsessed with. He loved cars, and he loved doing these pictures. And he really thought that every time he he kept raising the bar. I think one of the. I don't know if it's a stunt that killed him. Darth Vader just attacked me. Um, I, I don't know if it's a stunt that ass. killed him. It may be the stunt that killed him. But one of the things that he was trying to do for the Gone in sixty seconds too was he literally wanted to jump a car and have a wrecking ball. Um, either hit it or hit it at the end where it would spin through the air. That's amazing. We should do that. Wow. And you think about that again. No effect. He set up a ramp. He jumped a car and he let somebody swing and it wasn't a stunt driver. Well, he was a stunt driver. So, H.B. Halicki is insane. Yeah. But also very creative. And so if you're talking about the car picture, yeah, he's dead. If you, arguably, you could say he died for his art. And I was watching somebody talk about um, we've got to stop linking genius and, and insanity. Um, but arguably, he was both. Um, so if you've only seen the Nick Cage film, and I do enjoy the Nick Cage film, but it's popcorn entertainment. I enjoy it. This well. is... Um, that's because he likes to, to, you know, Nick Cage. Listen, female gremlin lover, you don't get to comment. But anyway... If it wasn't for the burning sensation while I urinate. Uh, if you've never seen the original Gone in 60 Seconds, um, Paper Thin Plot about them defrauding insurance companies and making money and they run an insurance company and they're saying cars were totaled and they're just reselling them, all that stuff. But the stunts in it, the fact that they're real. And sometimes, yes, you'll see a crash and it's like, well, they just ran two cars together. That's not epic. It's because you're used to CGI. But when you realize two people got in a car and for this movie intentionally went, yeah, we'll go 50 miles till we hit each other, it reframes that movie. So you have to view it as of its time. But yeah, 500 car crashes in one movie. All right, I know we're running low. We're running low. <laughs> low. Running I'm low. running low. God, you bored the hell out of me. Running, I'm empty. Why don't you have that cookie? Shut the hell up. 
How hard are the how are those cookies? They're not bad. They're a little crispy. You should try one. Oh. So you you're go. saying these Pepperidge Farm cookies are delicious? I'm saying they're delicious if they give us money. So or more going, cookies. <laughs> or more cookies. I'd be cool with that. So our last I'm I'm last, right? I'm gonna go last. I I, I fought really hard about this, but <laughs> like every track race you ever <laughs> Actually, I couldn't did finish you say it. track race? Every track race you ever competed in. Real <laughs> laugh. Oh, I thought you were talking about fighting really hard. <laughs> fighting hard! Oh my god. Are you going to talk about the ultimate car picture? What? Rocky Four. When Rocky has to outrun the car. Oh my god. Driven by the Russians. I, I'm telling you, that was on the other day, and we're going to get off topic, so we'll argue about it after the show. The is Russians chasing no him in a car, it's Chad. Not good. It's a car picture. It's it is not, not a good. good. It's, it's an 86 minute montage. It is. There is no plot. It is a class. <laughs> it is the ultimate 80s. Movie. It, it may be the ultimate 80s movie, but what I'm going to talk about. Because I can change. Then and he can change. change. We all can change. We all know the ultimate '80s film is uh, Garbage Pill Kids. So moving right along, gotta help you. <laughs> since we've done one from every decade, I, I went back and forth on two, and I feel that this movie is a lot like the Blues Brothers in the sense of that it's also a musical. And I'm going to talk about Baby Driver. Okay. Because Baby Driver was one of my favorite movies last year. It was. Yep. I enjoyed it so much. Even though I thought when I when I heard the plot, and then he cast that kid from whatever and show blah 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 egg 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 crate whatever his name is, <laughs> egg crate Sherlock. Is that what it is? I don't know. Ancho egg crate or whatever it is. I don't know. Somebody out there is getting pissed right now. He's one of them scorched burn, Teen Titan, young adult movies. I'm looking at Haley. Right. Yeah, I don't know. He is. He's Beat a boy from Teen Titans. No. Anyway, <laughs> it's directed by Edgar Wright. When Edgar Wright announced it and I heard hey, the Mama. plot, I thought, well, that sounds really contrived. That sounds like it's been done before. And then I saw the movie, and, and by, with the combination of the direction from the combination of the good acting and the music, it is a still, at the end of the day, a car picture, but it's so much superior than that. that to me, it is a lot like the Blues Brothers in the sense of it's also a musical. Yeah. Don't you think? That is a musical. It is the a musical. The music plays a, an integral the part. The music is show. a character. And a character in the, character in the yeah. movie all to itself. So, Baby, if you have not seen it, check out Baby Drivers, directed by Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright gave a Shaun of the Dead. I forgot. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. At World's End. The Coronetta tri Trilogy, as they call them. Ant-Man. No, he didn't. He did the original screenplay. Don't bring it up to him, though. He's not a big fan. Um, he didn't. He was not a fan of how it turned out? He didn't watch it. He refuses to watch yeah, it. He, he, he did watch the Captain America movie because he said, I like Paul Rudd in that. But he <laughs> hasn't watched it. He said it hurts too much. Yeah, I would, um, yeah, he did walk away, and then he did do Baby Driver. I, I would have I, loved I, to see Edgar Wright do a Marvel film. I, I know, but I really like it when it came out. I know. One thing I want to bring up, though, because he said that was the uh, modern... Oh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, thank you. I know. I don't like Spark Scott Pilgrim. I, I love, hate everybody in that movie. I love Scott Pilgrim. So, um, One thing everybody I want to... Everybody in Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> I just flipped them off. Um, I don't want to hang out with any of those people. Are you going to make a point? Because I'm talking. I'm not supposed to want to hang out with any of them. The Driver. Ryan Baby. Gosling. Yeah, that's oh, one. that's drive, not that's driver. Drive. The driver is a 1970s one. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not but, done with baby drive. No, no, no. But I wanted to ask you about that because you said as far as modern period, you. I don't care. I think drive to me is a mismatch of a 
70s car picture and a William Freakin to live and die in L.A. I just wondered about that. Cause FY, you say- go back and look at it. And, here, and on top of that, I've thought that forever. And then if you look up the director's name, I can't think of him. He is... European, whatever. I can't remember. What the hell is he I'm far forgetting his name, but he directed an amazing meal. Bronson. Uh, Bronson. Bronson's a, a superior That's film. That's his to best dry. film. That is his best film. It's better than Van... Uh, then uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, no, we're getting off topic. No, I just wanted to, to bring that up because yeah. you were talking about modern and I, I know a lot it's of people... It's not a bad movie... But I don't think it's as good as what people say Because I know a lot of people are like, that's from... And yeah. I've always been... Hey. Okay. Yeah, it, I, I enjoy it, but no, I, you know, no, no, no. So Baby Driver is about Baby. Baby is... He has, he has some hearing damage from an accident, right? Yep. And he has a roar, so he always listens to music. He makes mixtapes and whatever. And he is the driver for when they rob places. And he is in debt to uh, Kevin Spacey's character. And he is working off his debt... But, and that's the plot, and he meets a lady and falls in love, which is, once again, one of those contrived, you know, cliche plots, but for some odd reason it works, because he's surrounded by great actors. Yeah. Well, I think the other part about that, though, is what makes his character more compelling and more interesting is, and not giving too much away, I think, of the movie, is the way he lost his hearing. Right. Is I mean, it all goes back to cars. It, it always goes, goes back. back. That's what he is. So if you didn't see Baby Driver, go out and check it out. The, you know the only weak spot of Baby Driver, and even though I think John Hamm is a great actor, and actually, if, if you listen to the making of co- the commentary, he wrote, that's the only person he actually wrote the part for, was oh, John really? Hamm. Yeah. He met John Hamm and he wrote that part for him. I still have a hard time seeing John Hamm as the villain. Oh, really? I, yeah. I don't know what it is. Even though I love Mad Men, and obviously I've seen him do horrible things. I don't, do you, so you have, you, I think he, I don't know. What? You know, this is acting I mean. <coughs> but I love the movie, and it's and John Hamm's good in it. I, there's, it's something in me. It's not something for John Hamm. You know, one of the things, that I don't want to give much away about it, but I think one of the things that's interesting about it is they're all villains. Including Baby. Including yeah. Baby. Including Baby. But they're also, they're a little more three-dimensional than some car picture villains. Absolutely. Like, like for example, with John Hamm. I kind of sympathize with John Hamm in that movie because I felt like he wasn't the villain. He turned into the villain because of what Baby did. Yes, he, I agree. he was like one of he the. He did people. not have anything against. He the, did not. He actually. Yeah, he he actually Jamie Foxx is the really evil one. Yeah, no, yeah he's, he's not antagonistic one. toward Baby in at the all. Beginning. In anything, he it protects, is Jamie Foxx. In, in any way, he protects Baby in a lot of ways. John yeah. Hamm does, and then at the end, and so does Kevin Spacey. And so does Kevin Spacey. In the end, Baby basically screws over everybody to get what he wants and as a result one person dies and another person is driven to to kill baby to because kill baby he took away one of the things he loves the, the only thing he the loves. only thing he loves yeah that's a good way to look at it and does baby actually get what he wants and then we could talk about the ending of the movie as is that actually what's happening yeah or is that in baby's head yeah because you could read it two different ways yeah, you could yeah, I mean that was one thing. That was the one thing that I kind of liked about the Baby Driver was that I sympathized with, I sympathized with the villain, because I felt like he wasn't a real villain. He was driven to that. Well, he was he, a real villain in the case of that he was still an armed they, they were all still bad. People, they were all still bad people, except for the waitress. Yes, she's actually maybe the only one, and then she just has shitty taste in men. Yes. Okay, just like I do. And we need to wrap it up. So. That has been our car picture episode. We're going to do another one on 
TV, correct? Sure. Yes. I actually had a really good time with this. We might want to do another one of these later on. Well, I was about to say, or maybe we, it's because we haven't done a show in two weeks. We yeah, did bring it up. We I haven't think, really hung out in two I, weeks. I, we did bring it up. I agree we need to do it. I think we need to do a motorcycle We film. need to do a motorcycle one, too. So, tune in. If you have not, please share us on your social medias. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We need the subscribers, folks. We made a promise to some people that we would do Harry Potter episode if they got us up to an X number. In uh, fact, we've went down one since then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just want to throw that out, Santa. So if you want to see me argue with Joe about Dobby and Dobby's representation of... And how Dobby should die and burn in hell. No, no, about me, Dobby, yeah. how Dobby represents a repressed class and what does that actually mean in wizardry. Who cares about Dobby? And me over here yelling, I just don't get it! I don't get it either. <laughs> so if you want to do that, get our subscription up and we will do that. As soon as we go over 100 and it's sustained for a month. month. On YouTube. Because there's been a lot of people that have subscribed to get the number up, and then when we give them what they want, they, they drop. It, it, yeah, it's happened more than and once. People, it's free. Like it costs we, you we, nothing, and we don't spam you. We promise, we don't have time for that noise. I have a full time job. He has a full time job. Chad's working that corner. Anyway, so subscribe to us on iTunes, By the way, YouTube, I, SoundCloud. I hate to do this while we're on the air. Where's my bunny? Oh God. <laughs> I want my cut. Usually Haley's job is to get her money <laughs> yeah, from Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, if nothing else, pimping ain't easy. That's been Bonehead. We're out of here. Oh, man, that was my Does anybody... Turn. That's been Bonehead. We're out of here. Does anybody know where I'm at, by the way? <laughs> I usually just go to bed after this. <laughs> These stairs do not lead to my bed. Well, well they might. Oh, is the gremlin up there? <laughs> is Boxing Helena up there? Waltzing Matilda. I always hear about Boxing Helena and jump to Waltzing Matilda. I think I'm going to take off my pants and hang out. No, here's my best Ashton Kutcher impression. Hey, Joe, it's Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs>